welcome to the Yoga Focus podcast. I'm Laura Gellner, a yoga therapist, occupational therapist, and the owner of Focused Wellness Therapeutics. I provide one-on-one yoga therapy sessions, small group therapeutic yoga, and online education for yoga teachers that is rooted in science. For more information, check out my website, lauragyoga.com. Hi everyone, I'm Laura. Welcome to Deep Dive into Yoga. We are talking about the ebook that has a bunch of information on how to deepen your practice on your mat and off your mat. If you want to download the PDF, go to my website, laragyoga.com, and when you sign up for my newsletter, you will get to download that immediately. And over the upcoming weeks, I'm going to send you a bunch of free resources to support your yoga practice. But for right now, we're going to be talking about informal yoga practice. This is basically when you're not carving out that time to like roll out your mat and sit down and do a whole warm up, center, cool down, meditation, the full yoga practice. When we can't do that, If you are a householder, that might happen frequently. If you have children, if you have a job, when you have all of these other demands that really have to be addressed, sometimes we can't roll out our mat and do a formal practice for an hour. But that does not mean that we're not going to practice yoga that day. That's when we're going to lean into our informal practice. So the first one is focusing on your breath throughout the day. Maybe that means leaving little post-its in different locations that just remind you to check in with your breath, to just gently ask yourself, how is my breathing right now? And approach that with curiosity. Very often when students start the process of checking in with their breath, they'll get frustrated with themselves. Be like, oh, I was holding my breath again. Why do I do that all the time? You know, I'm, I'm so bad at breathing. Why is this so hard? There's kind of this, <laughs> this harshness that follows that check-in. So there's really two things that you're working on here. Can I check in with my breath? Can I use that as an opportunity to cultivate awareness? And can I be really nice to myself no matter what I find? Maybe I was holding my breath, maybe I was tensing my shoulders. Yeah, I do that all the time, especially if I'm stressed, if I'm in a, you know, a challenging situation at work, my breath is going to change, my body is going to feel different but I'm not going to chastise myself for doing that. I'm just going to notice it and try to shift once I become aware of that. Can I soften my shoulders? Can I allow myself to breathe a bit more freely right now, even though I feel very challenged? Another practice is box breathing. So this is one I will do a lot of times when I'm driving. I keep my eyes open, two hands on the steering wheel, very focused on driving, but in my head, I'm going to count my breath. And if you've never done a box breath, it is, um, usually I do a count of four. You can do whatever count works for you, but it is an inhale for four counts. Hold the top of the breath for four counts. Exhale for four counts. Hold the bottom of the breath for four counts. So in my head, I would be saying, inhale, two, three, four, hold, two, three, four, exhale, two, three, four, hold, two, three, four. 
and I would go through that cycle as many times as I like until I get to my destination. And what that does is it helps to regulate my breathing and it gives my mind something to focus on because quite a number of years ago I noticed that one of the times when I tend to to worry and ruminate is when I'm driving. So instead of allowing that open space where my brain can just like veer off and start thinking like worst case scenarios as it likes to do, I'm going to give my brain something to hold on to. I might do a chant, I might do a specific breath, but I have to give my brain a job or else it is going to do things that I don't want it to do. Um, so that's part of my day-to-day -day informal practice is doing breath work while I'm driving or breath work when I'm kind of doing an activity that I can um, double up my task. The next one is listening to kirtan music and not just listening but chanting along with it because kirtan is like that call and response chanting and uh, bringing together all the voices bringing together all the vibration into that experience of the music so if i am cleaning my house uh, i'll put some kirtan music on or sometimes i'll put headphones on if my husband is home and he doesn't want to listen to it i'll put headphones on and i will listen to that while i'm cleaning the bathroom um, or if I'm doing the dishes, but if I'm home by myself, I play it out loud and I sing along to it. Or if I'm in my car, I'm singing along to it because creating that sound, creating that vibration has an incredibly powerful way of shifting your energy, of uplifting your spirit, making you feel better. So using the yoga music, it is also the best way to learn chants. There are so many chants in yoga that I have memorized, but I never actually set out to memorize them on purpose. It was just because I listened to specific kirtan music over and over. And after a little while, you just know the words, you just know the chant. That's the power of music. Okay, the next part for your informal practice is to use a mantra or to use a chant. And this is another one that I like to use personally to manage anxiety to manage rumination um, and it's one of the things that I give to a lot of my yoga students or to my yoga therapy clients to help them with unhelpful thought patterns. So when we notice that the brain is going into a worry pattern that is not helping us and what I mean by that is there's a difference between planning and preparation that's a really key thing in day-to-day -day life we have to plan for things we have to make sure we are prepared um, and then there's the other end of that of worrying, like being on the hamster wheel, spinning around, what if this happens? What if that happens? And you kind of repeat the same thoughts over and over in a very unhelpful cycle. So recognizing the difference, and when I see my brain going into that pattern of, mm, this is not helpful, this is just worrying, I will replace those thoughts with a mantra or a chant. And that helps me to feel a lot better. It regulates my energy, gives my brain a helpful focus, and creates internal space so that when I then go back and think, okay, let's actually problem solve, my brain is going to do a better job at that. Okay, the next one is to do a two-minute movement break. If you've been sitting at your computer for a while, if you've been on your phone a lot, move your body in a different pattern. Lift your arms up, twist your spine, move your hips around, do something completely different with your body to break up your physical tension, but also to give you a different energetic experience.
Thank you for being here on the Yoga Focus podcast. I'm Laura Gellner. If you would like to stay connected to more yoga resources, you can follow me on Instagram at Yoga. I have many YouTube videos at Laura Gellner, The Yoga Focus Method, and you can find links to my book, Yoga Therapy at the Wall, and all of my online courses at my website, lauragyoga.com. Thanks so much for being here.